Welcome to Talk Theory. It's your host, Kiara Barnes, where I talk all things life, what makes us human, and what makes us superhuman. Sit back, relax, and join me for a chat. Joining me for another episode. I appreciate you starting your week off with me. Folks, it has come to my attention that I was actually giving the completely wrong Instagram handle for who knows how many episodes. (laughs) Wow. So you can follow me on Instagram at Kiara Barnes Official. That's my real Instagram. I was saying it backwards, but now you know, Kiara Barnes official. DM me your comments, thoughts, and you know, look, leave me a review from wherever you're listening. Um, It really helps and I appreciate the ratings and the love and I love you. Thank you for joining me. So folks, I was at an event the other night And surprisingly, (laughs) and I was actually talking to a new friend of mine and just telling her the story of how I got where I am now. And it made me think perhaps I should share this with you all, the origin story, if you will. So this episode is all about shooting for the stars, getting your dreams and just going for it. So to start from the beginning, beginning, um, I used to work in retail. I was your American Eagle girl and Dillard's gal. Shout out to the folks that actually know what the heck Dillard's is. <laughs> but it look, it wasn't like a horrendous job, but it wasn't. It was also not the best. And at the time, I definitely knew that I wanted to do more. I always had a passion for acting, performing, singing, but didn't really know how to go about that, how to break in. I mean, honestly, like when I was younger, I was just hoping one day I'd be scouted like at the deli counter with my mom. (laughs) That like some big Disney exec would be like, do you want to do an episode of Sweet Life of Zack and Cody? And I'd be like, oh my gosh, yeah. And that I would just, you know, take off from there. But Alas, never happened. Um, And fast forward a few years and I'm working retail. And um, it wasn't actually until one of my older brothers got into doing um, extra work in my town and told me about this project that was shooting. And he was just like, yeah, come tag along. It's a lot of fun. You get to see a lot of people. And so I did, and I fell in love. Even though I wasn't saying much or like really doing anything at all, being on a set period just felt, oh man, it just felt like home. And so I ended up doing a few different projects as an extra and then got promoted. Sometimes as a stand-in. And stand-ins are very helpful. Um, They essentially help to set up lighting in between scenes so that actors can rest, get some food, whatever it is, so that um, they're ready to go when it's actually time to shoot. So lighting and everything has been sorted for the person. 
and you can get straight into it when they call action. So I really did like this because the actors I had worked with were so kind to me and spoke to me, which just was nice. And they, they like entertained all of my questions about acting and how it is to be on a set and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, it just made me even more inclined. But this all kind of came to a halt when I started college. I was I was just studying, so I didn't have a bunch of time to go drive to places and hop around. Um, so after my first two semesters, there kind of became this obsession with modeling. I Honestly, I think it was more so out of boredom, um, but specifically like high fashion in New York. And there was a community of girls that I knew in my town who actually made it out to New York and had been featured in like Vogue runway articles. And I was like, oh, I want to do that. Um, And I also just wanted to get out of my town, like see something new and get an experience for something. And um, I definitely got turned down by multiple agencies for a solid few months there. (laughs) But um, eventually one hit and I got immediately flown out to New York and was working. And I I think my first ever fashion show that I got booked for was a strange thing because it wasn't technically runway, but it was for Kanye at the Madison Square Garden. And we were on like these really high box things. Anyway, that's a total another story for another time. All to say that I definitely had some good times within modeling, but ultimately I definitely wasn't feeling fulfilled. So I did create a blog at the time while I was there for creative expression because in modeling, you don't really get to talk. (laughs) You don't get to really voice, oh, I feel, you know, this would be cool if we tried the, it's very, eh you know, put the clothes on and we're going to take these pictures or take put the clothes on and go walk on the stage. You know, we don't really need an opinion. Um, and that was really hard for me because I'm definitely, I love creating music, writing, acting, all of that. So I ended up starting making um, these documentary shorts of like artist friends that I met in New York. And I loved doing that. And that work came out beautiful. And that's kind of around the time that light bulb moment went off for me. And I decided I really do want to pursue acting. I want to come to L.A. And since I was a kid, by the way, I've always had an affinity towards California, like drawing pictures of like beaches and palm trees. So the fact that I ended up making California home just, Oh, makes my heart sing. So yes, now I'm in California, right? First things first, I needed to get into acting classes like ASAP, learn how to break down a script, all that stuff. So I ended up going to Iris Klein, who is a wonderful, kind teacher. And I absolutely loved all the grounding techniques I learned from her. If you're looking to get some acting classes and you don't know where to start or who to go to Iris. She is incredible. Um, And then, so after I had 
you know, learned through her. Then it became the journey to finding work. (laughs) And honestly, let me tell you, this career path is all about the let go and the faith. The faith has to trump the fear. Because it's very easy to get focused on how your current circumstances look rather than being open to the idea that these circumstances are changeable. They can shift at any moment. But as humans, we tend to laser focus on what is, right? Like what's right in front of us rather than what it can be at any moment. So that's something I definitely had to change within my mind um, and still do today. You know, it's, it's like an ongoing thing. But just staying open to the idea of positive outcomes and miracle moments, you could even say. And that in itself helped me a lot. Because I stopped focusing on the negative and in the meantime was just having fun with whatever else I was doing because I knew and I just had faith that the right project or the right role is already meant for me and it won't miss me. Um, and through doing that, opportunities just came in a lot more frequently. Um, it's funny, I this is like a side tangent, but I was talking to my cousin the other night and I was kind of like in a fear mindset about something and she said, moments like these, um, I was given advice by someone that um, this is just the story you're telling yourself, but in actuality, there's a much bigger whole story. So what is the whole story? And then like basically zooming out and telling yourself like, okay, all the things that you've been doing, all the stuff, right? Like all the positive stuff that's actually been happening instead of like zooming in at like this one moment in time where it feels like nothing's working out for me, nothing's whatever, whatever. But when you zoom out, you're able to see that, wait a minute, like actually I'm doing really good. I'm right on time. Like this is the perfect path. And that really helped me. And it, and it's really like the saying, leap and the net will appear. I'm not kidding you. It's exactly that. Ultimate faith, ultimate trust that even when you're free falling, you're being supported. And trust me, I've done this the opposite way where I'm being overly technical about it all and just trying to make sense of this and that. But the truth is that was just so much more painful and made time feel like ages because I was just so stressed about why this wasn't happening and why this wasn't going through essentially trying to control the outcome and how can you control something that you don't you have no control over that you don't know you know and I'm telling you The let go, the whole let flow approach is just 100% much better because what else can you do? You know, you're going to be pushing 
water upstream for so long until it starts splashing back at you where you just go, okay, I'm just going to go along for the ride and go downstream and just relax. So um, I ended up coming across this audition for a soap. Um, some of you may know what I'm talking about, B&B, and I thought, you know what, I'm going to go for it. The only thing is <laughs> they were looking for someone who was fully English, a.k.a. British. Now, look, I am not promoting lying, all right? <laughs> I'm just sharing my story. But I decided to mask as if I were English. I know this sounds so bad, but I'm sharing the truth, okay? And I used to be really obsessed with British people and YouTubers when I was younger, so I pretty much mastered <laughs> a really good accent over the years. So I went into this audition and did not break this accent at all. Not for a second. Literally, the minute I got on the lot until I left, I was fully English. Because I could not be, I couldn't chance it. And I think I had like three callbacks for this movie, two or three. And the final was to read with the love interests in front of producers, directors, and showrunners, et cetera, et cetera. And I was fine until I was in the waiting room with a bunch of other girls waiting to go in. (laughs) I feel so bad because what got me was there was this girl who was asking me for tips on how to sound more authentic because she said she was actually from South Africa, but she was putting on an English accent. (laughs) so she was saying she was like oh my gosh your accent it's so beautiful like I'm really just putting one on does it sound any good and I'm just like oh yeah 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 totally you sound great but really inside I'm feeling so bad (laughs) and then I really started sweating because there was a girl and she was actually from the UK and at the time I hadn't (laughs) Girl, I hadn't studied the map of England, okay? I was just kind of going with the flow of what I knew sounded good to me. And anyway, she was asking me, oh, yeah, so, like, where are you from? Like, how long have you been in the States? (laughs) Gosh. And I just said something random, girl. I was like, oh, from South London. I just remember her looking at me kind of odd, and she was, like, about to ask me, like, oh, your accent sounds like, not very Southern, you know? Um, and then she got called in to read. So, whoo, and dodged a bullet there. <laughs> and um, then it was my turn. And what was great was my scene partner is actually English himself. So it made it really easy for me to stay in my accent. Long story short, I got the role, but then obviously had to fess up that I wasn't English because I couldn't be doing like interviews in an accent and at some point you know gosh that would all just come to light and folks folks were a bit surprised but they allowed me to stay anyway shout out thank you guys for being cool about that um I was super grateful and um that soap helped me learn so much so much but also gave me a lot and the ability to make a living as an actor. So like 
shout out to the soap. Um, it really helped me in so many ways. Um, again, not trying to promote lying in any way, but talk about going for it, folks. <laughs> I mean, seriously, there's like a ton of reasons why this couldn't work for me or why it wouldn't work out for me or just a lot of fear in general. But man, I just went for it anyways. I, I guess my thought process was, well, the worst that could happen is I don't get the job and then I'm just back at the point that I started at. So, you know, and really I shared this all to say when it comes to going for it or pursuing your dreams or achieving your dreams, goals, aspirations, manifestations, whatever you want to call them, that there's really no one right way. I think that that's something super, super important to remember. You could have similar goals to someone, but you won't have the exact same reasonings or deeper meaning as that other person or people or same path, right? Your wants and desires are all personal and very specific for you, which then is specific in your path of achieving whatever it is that you want. I personally had to let that go a while ago. And, you know, it comes up in waves. But I would be comparing, like, my career to Zendaya, right? Or a Florence Pugh and realize, had to realize, I will still get there and work at that level. But how I do it doesn't exactly need to match the way they did it. I'm my own person, Kiara Barnes, as Zendaya is her own person, as Florence is her own person. And their paths don't look the same, right? But they're still at the level they're at. And looking at it in that way just takes off so much pressure and stress of timelines and pushing for things when in reality, I have my own path designed specifically just for me. And I'm really grateful for that because every no and every yes I've ever had is part of my story. And my story is what impacts other people's stories as well. Because I'm not a carbon copy of someone else's life. I'm proof of, of living in your authentic truth and how far that can take you. Um, and I told y'all, I have fallen in love with myself these last few months. And I've been so kind and caring towards myself than ever before. And it's just helping me be vulnerable to share unconditional love, to give myself all these tools to become better and better versions of myself for myself. And like I said, it's all a work in progress. I'm not perfect. Oh my gosh, by any means. I still have fears and doubts that I choose to work through all the time. But that's the most important part. I choose to work through it, showing up and trying. Little by little, those old habits or ways of thoughts, you know, they, they just, when they don't serve you, learning when to let it go and release, like enough holding on. 
Ooh, all I'm saying all of this and it like it's so applying to me right now and it's perfect. So this week's theory is this. When you decide to let go of fear, you will unlock an unlimited realm of freedom and peace. When you decide to let go of fear, you will unlock an unlimited realm of freedom and peace. I hope that you guys enjoyed this little small, you know, tidbit of kind of how I got my start. Again, don't lie, people. Don't lie. But I just wanted to share. I mean, you know, do you, but wanted to share where I started. And um, I appreciate you for listening. Um, again, Thank you for spending time with me. You can follow me, follow me on Kiara Barnes Official. That is the correct <laughs> name, Kiara Barnes Official. DM me. Um, send me some love. Um, or follow this podcast so that you can make sure that you're with me every Monday, new episodes. And I love you all very much. Have a good rest of your week. I'll see you on the next one. See ya.